Yeah, so the Mason Gallery is a, um, first and foremost, it's a craft gallery, a fine craft and fine craft. Um, it is named after one of our, our very first studio member, John Mason. Um, it is very, uh, just, I don't even know, how do I say this? Describe um, the space. Yeah, so the, basically the Mason Gallery is a old storefront on Montgomery Road. Um, I don't know, I think it was church offices before we moved in here. And yeah, so that's Sam Pagansky, and my name is Ann Saker. This is episode three of Clay at Our Core, the pottery podcast coming to you from the studio Core Clay in peace-loving Norwood, Ohio. We're talking today with my buddy Sam Pagansky because Sam is our gallery director, and Sam has probably one of the biggest jobs ahead of us as we are only 42 days out from Enseca. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> only 42 only days? Only 42. I calculated oh, God. that today. I can't believe you calculated that. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. I'm going to count it down for you, my friend. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yes. So Sam is our gallery director, as I said, and he also is... Uh, just a, one of a, a blithe spirit and a magnificent artist himself. But right now I want to talk a little bit and share with you the planning that we have for this transformation of our uh, artistic and retail space here. So Sam, why don't you tell me a little bit about how you came to Core Clay? Yeah, um, so I first started my lovely tenure here at Core Clay as a, a artist and resident. I think I was the one it was like the winter one in 2020, unless I'm wrong, I might be. Um, so I came here kind of like middle of the pandemic. I was the only person who applied that year. And um, Were you straight out of college at that point? No, I had um, previously, I think I was about a, two years out of school at that point. I graduated in 2019. Um, I was a five-year college person. We just don't. We, Many of us are. Exactly. I was not. I was not. It's not a crime. Who, no, I know. No, it's not a crime. No, it's honesty. I it's think it's honesty, great. Yeah. So uh, before here, I was a, um, I was a education guide for a museum in Cleveland, a contemporary art museum, and so uh, I had gained phenomenal uh, friendships, life experiences, and connections through that. Um, I would definitely say like. Uh, it was a really lovely job uh, overall, uh, but no job is perfect. That's what I'll yes, say. Yes, very fair. Um, fair enough. Yeah. So I would say, uh, so I applied. Um, I was kind of felt like I was ending, it was just, I felt like I ended on a really good note with the museum, but it was my time to move on. I wanted to really start navigating um, a solid career in ceramics. So I applied. When did you first put your hands in clay? When did I first apply? Oh, um, uh, really early. So my dad is a sculptor. So I was someone who um, I, I was I was basically like modeling and working with like kind of like oil-based clay since the age of five, and then that kind of dropped off. So I'd work with my dad as he was making work. Um, yeah, wow. that was my first time working in clay, okay. and then I kind of picked up like the what I'm doing now, like working in like water-based clay, right? Um, my sophomore year of college, I like bebopped around. I was psychology and then graphic design, and then I realized I did not want to work in graphic design whatsoever. And this was Oberlin? No. No, it was Otterbein. Otterbein, Otterbein University, go Cardinals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it was a really, really small 
program. Um, there was, I think, maybe, I think, like, four or five of us. Wow. Uh, it was really great. It was the, the space that we had was in the garage of an old motorcycle museum. Love it. So, like, we're talking floor to ceiling windows. We had a gas kiln, a few uh, um, just like simple electric kilns, really great glazed materials, and all of that. Yeah. Fun. It was a, it was a good time. And it, my why I started was because I finished up all of the work I had to do in a sculpture class. And it was like I had an hour left in my three-hour class, the studio class. And I was like, whatever, like I'm just gonna go home, do whatever. And my professor, Jim Bowling, looked at me and he was like, why don't you just try to hop on the pottery wheel? And I was like, oh yeah, like I'll do that, whatever. And um, and I just started from there. And I was incredibly angry because I wasn't good at it. Um, right. And it was one of the first things, well, not one of the first things, that sounds super pretentious. Um, it was one of the, it was, it was, it was a skill that takes a lot of time and a lot of investment. That's so the truth. I started, I started there. That's okay. how I started. Wow. I still have my first piece. It's up in my studio. Oh, no kidding. It's the most humbling and beautiful thing. I'd love to see it sometime. <laughs> it's so ugly. It's but that's why I love it. Stop. That's why right. I love it. Yeah. Right. The glaze is just whatever. I think it's like... With some like Mako stoneware glaze, like Smoky Merlot and mm, some other. Not a great color palette though. It's mixed with like this dark green. It's not like a really, it's not It's not a pretty glaze. Some people may think so. It's to, depending on their right. aesthetic. Right. Yeah. So we're diving into Ensika, and as we've been talking about it, we it's hard to convey, I think, how big this event is. So talk about, have you ever been to one before? So I have been to one in Zika. Uh, I, when I was at Otterbine, there was, I think someone like tossed a chunk of change at the ceramics department to go, or I don't know where the money came from, but my ticket was paid for and I had a membership paid for. Wow. So, um, there and was- what a, blew you away? Where was it? Oh my God, it was in Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. Oh my God. That, it, can I just say, Pittsburgh 2018 in Zika, truthfully, and it was my only one, it was my first one. Like I haven't seen other ones. Going as like kind of like this little baby, like little like sweet little duckling, navigating into like you know it's the big leagues, it's the Olympics of clay. It was so absolutely awe-inspiring okay. to see, um, to just like experience. Also, kind of depressing because you're like looking at people who are incredibly talented. Um, I am. It was, it was so amazing. So that year, uh, two of my favorite artists, I'm gonna just name the few that really like my standout experiences. That year, um, Adam Chow and Natalia Arbeliz uh, were the two of the emerging out of the three emerging artists that year. And I remember like specifically Natalia's work um, was just like, awe-inspiring to see. Just like beautiful, rich brown clay figures, um, gold luster to high heavens. She she makes this beautiful underglaze herself that's just like a pigment in a binder, um, which I have the recipe for. I'm not gonna say it out here, um, <laughs> but- Because you don't give away your recipe, we, Well, right? we, I mean, she gave, it to, she gave it away during, uh, when she was doing some stuff at Otterbein, but, I just feel like it's her recipe and I'm just gonna leave that be. But basically, it's absolutely phenomenal. DM me on Instagram if you want it. Um, but it's just absolutely amazing. Um, the, the, just seeing like the beauty of those works. Adam had this beautiful work um, that was just comprised of like kind of love letters on these iPhones. And it was kind of talking and just like 
following this entire conversation and it was just like the most beautiful work. I remember sobbing in front of that. Wow. It was just this like, it was just, it's, it's just like the incredibly universal experience of like, you know, gay love uh, that, that he was so eloquently putting into that space. So, uh, dear listeners, you may hear a, the occasional number four bus rumbling up <laughs> Montgomery Road past the entrance to the Mason Gallery. So that is the uh, live sound that you're capturing there. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Sam, talk to me about how you've been planning what we're going to be display. What, what are we going to display here at yeah. Core Clay uh, through Enseca, which is, by the way, the weekend of St. Patrick's Day yes. in March. As March. I said, 42 days away. Yeah. And uh, and it's going to be the whole city will be taken over by clay artists. Absolutely. And here in our little corner of Norwood, what are we going to be doing? Yeah, so we're incredibly jazzed. Uh, Norwood is one of like the, I think it's four hubs of Enseca. So Norwood is incredibly phenomenal. Uh, Norwood does uh, host the, the two uh, big clay studios in the area. So, uh, as well as Avery University. So... Um, what we are hosting in our space, as, long, uh, as well as countless other phenomenal venue and concurrent generated exhibitions, um, we are hosting, first off, Teeter Totter uh, in the space that we're in now, which is the front gallery space. Um, and this is a solo exhibition by a phenomenal artist, uh, Chris Alvashier, uh, who is... Chris Alvashier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal artist who uh, is a recent graduate from Alfred University. He's working in this beautiful uh, mason stained cone 10 porcelain. And just like, he makes his own grog, the colors are vibrant, it's incredibly playful. Uh, I recently had the delight of seeing uh, some of the work that he's made so far on a Zoom call, and he has like absolutely taken the beautiful, like, kind of like ethos of what he already makes like aesthetics wise and he's just kind of branched out in this really playful phenomenal way um some of the work that i had the privilege of seeing on that zoom call is just technically fantastic um and then after that uh the next and that's going to be here in this front room yeah so the first three rooms of the mason gallery are going to be hosting that show um and I'm just, that's the one I was like, when we found out about Nsika, that was the first person I thought of. I was like, absolutely already in love with his work. Uh, and he's just a joy to work with. And you made the overture to him, right? Would you like to come out here and display yes, your work yes. here in our uh, gallery? It was, it was such, it, this is the cool part of my job, uh, is that I, when opportunities like this come up, I basically get to sit there and reach out to people um, who I think are rad when I get to offer them <laughs> experiences. Do you like, call them up and say, hi, this is Sam, I think you're rad. Like literally, like I think, I mean, I probably have the message somewhere. I think it was a, uh, I think it was over Instagram. I just reached out and I was like, hey Chris, you probably don't know me <laughs> and that's fine. But like, do you want to show? Do you want a solo exhibition for Nsika? And I think it took, a lot quicker. I think it was like 15 minutes and I think I got a yes or something wow. like that. Um, which was awesome. I mean, I think that's like, that's one of my favorite parts about um, like being the gallery directors. I just get to, I get to sit there and pick and choose the stuff that I, I value and find important. Um, 
and, and show so a lot of these shows face. are going to be an expression of you too. Uh, no, 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 no. But, no, it's but just you like, make the choices. It's just like, well, so 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 I, I so I make the choices. Uh, I will most definitely say like it's just I, I would say not an expression of me. It's an expression of the stuff I find rad. Okay. <laughs> you know, like like it's the truth. Um, and so then after that, there is going to be uh, in the middle space, which is a big room behind us. Yeah, I think the title is still to be determined. I'm not sure what the show title is. But um, it's going to basically be like a kind of like just like a lovely um, kind of lay of the land of past and present artists in residence, staff members, uh, and folks who just have basically built core from the ground up over right. the years. Um, some of my favorite artists, not that they're not all my favorites, but some of the notable ones are uh, Amy Pellegrino, um, Kiro, uh, Johannes, um, oh my god, Darren Simmons, Alondra, there's Emily. Um, oh, oh, and Jesse Reinhardt, who I recently have just kind of like rediscovered her work. It's like, she makes these beautiful pieces. Uh, same with Kiro Johannes. Kiro is like a phenomenal human being. They make beautiful pieces, beautiful pieces, hand-built, very like kooky, kitschy, right. uh, and very queer at the same time on the sense. Um, and then kind of like, uh, one of the most phenomenal experiences is the last show, which is uh, Project M, uh, and the M stands for mentorship. And this is a I'm sorry, so it stands for mentorship. Mentor yeah, mentorship. Okay. And this is a group exhibition of the mentors and mentees of the Color Network. Uh, it is, and the Color Network is yeah, the Color Network is a lovely cohort of artists, uh, all of color, um, who. Basically, I think their mission statement says something along the lines of like, is built upon and meant for the um, advancement of color. Uh, sorry, the advancement of people of color in ceramics. Um, is ceramics a fairly white art in your in your view, Sam? Uh, so like historically, right, like all, like ceramics really started with folks of color. Um, I would say right, contemporary ceramics. Well, I th oh God, now we're getting into like the real Well, stuff. I, I, don't, I don't want to dive uh, too deeply into that this. right now, yeah, but I, yeah, yeah. it is... Yeah, so I'll say this. Um, contemporary ceramics, uh, much like the rest of the world, uh, is not mutually, like, it's not mutually exclusive from white supremacy. It does not exist in a vacuum, right? Ceramics right. and fine craft is intrinsic to the art world, which is uh, incredibly based in whiteness. Yes. Uh, which is a problem uh, that needs to be fixed. Uh, so to kind of um, navigate on, uh, the Color Network is just a phenomenal, phenomenal organization. Um, they've done countless things. Like recently, I think it was in the past year, they got an NEA grant to host kind of like a mentors and mentees um, retreat at Watershed. I mean, they've had countless opportunities, uh, like, sorry, countless opportunities. They've had countless opportunities, exhibitions, and first and foremost, um, they, you know, are just, first off, a phenomenal group of artists. Um, Natalia and Adam, April Felipe, uh, Salvador, uh, Magdalena Destrika, um, Corin Grooms, I think. We've got 25 coming in, am I, is um, that right? So I, I recounted, it's not 25, not 26. I think it is 23 okay. artists. Uh, and of course, like, just like, I, I don't know if it's more mentor or mentee heavy, I'm not sure. Um, but it is an absolutely phenomenal survey. Uh, just, and, and honestly, even such a small survey of the vast majority of artists in the space. Um, and we're doing that in the big, in the big gal, in, yeah, what, do we, yeah. what do we call that? <laughs> I mean, so, 
Core Clay, we are taking our entire garage space, our kiln area, raw materials, uh, retail. We're taking all of that, completely moving and gutting the space, except for the Bailey gas kiln. Our kilns are staying. I remember talking uh, to Corinne Grooms recently about that. I was like, the kilns have to stay. We can't, we can't do that. Um, and, um, and we are, yeah. And so it's, I, God, I don't even know how many square footage is this. It's humongous space. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's basically a warehouse. So we're taking that right. portion of the space right. and um, everything has been painted a really lovely white. We kept the uh, ceiling natural. And what I mean by that is, is like, we have the ceiling scraped. You know, the building is old. It's what, 19... 1928. 1928, right. Like, it's been around for a while. It's right. got old bones. But right. um, so we've scraped the ceiling to leave it a little bit raw. Um, Kind of the, the thought process behind the space really is I wanted to I wanted to clean it up, but I don't want it to lose like its incredibly industrial roots. Yes. Because um, I think, especially harkening back to 2018, some of the coolest shows I saw in Pittsburgh, right, were these tr like are, that are not the traditional gallery spaces. Right. Um, I yes. think like the fact of the matter is, it's like we're not navigating um, like we're not a blue chip gallery. We're just not that, right? Um, and I think like the trans, the spaces that are transformed um, for exhibitions are far more interesting. I agree, uh, because like the work fundamentally is talking and and, and existing in such a different way I than just like you. a little white box, I right? Agree with you. Um, and not that the little white box is bad; it's incredibly traditional. But um, I, I'm incredibly excited to have that show uh, in the space. I'm excited for all of them, but it's just been such a joy to right. work with the Color Network. And we're starting to see pieces of art getting delivered now, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, we We've are. We've got lots of uh, yeah, three pieces um, that we're actually going to fire soon, right? Yeah, so we had the lovely opportunity. Uh, we, we in, in, in collaboration with the Color Network, we wanted to offer um, a short-term residency, and that was um, that was hosted and given to George Rodriguez, who is a most, like, kind soul. He's Lovely just, person. Yeah, George is just, like, George is, like, George is like when you meet your idol, it's like who you want them to be. Yeah. Exactly, you know? Yeah. Like so kind, so sweet. Always like always wanting to talk about anything Very and everything. Giving. Such a good human being. So George, um, George made uh, one humongous guardian for the show, as well as a few other small sculptures. Uh, and we are gonna be firing that work this week. Uh, oh, and wait. and I'm I'm actually quite I'm I feel incredibly privileged. My I, I have a large I have a piece for my own show that's happening over in Camp Washington, so I get to share the kiln with George Rodriguez, wow, which is such good energy to share yeah, a kiln with. Sure. So, um, yeah. And then we're going to have just a, a slightly more informal uh, show and display on the second floor of Core Clay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the second floor is um, the member show, I, and I think the, the exhibition portion of it is called uh, Undercurrents. Correct. Which is super cool. This is being spearheaded by like a, why, uh, like all of our members. I think the one person who does deserve a shout out is Nina. We love Nina. She's amazing. Yeah, she is doing the work. Yes, She's she a, is. She is a spreadsheet wizard when I am not. Um, so, uh, so this is a member show is organized by members for members, um, and it is just like there will be a retail portion, there will be exhibitions portion, and it's just going to be an incredibly lovely group of individuals who choose to share space with us. Right. You know, 
Um, so it's just phenomenal. It I mean, is. I think, um, truthfully, we have we've. In, at least in my time here, um, when when we found out about Enzika coming back, um, my my resume my residency was actually nearing its end, and this was kind of the thing where I was like, well, I gotta stay. <laughs> I want to take this on. I want to do this. Um, you know, to say that I'm not getting things out of this, of course, is a lie. You know, like I have a show of my own, but but I, what I'm really excited about is just like the opportunities to get to work with such a vast and phenomenal array of people. It's really um, incredible. You know. Um, it is just such wild, far, <laughs> it's just like, it's such a 180 from, I was listening to the past, uh, Laura's episode, in such like a different 180, because I live in the space, uh, like Old Core, um, on Gilbert, I live up top, and it's just like, the space that we have kind of transformed into now is so different, so wildly different, and so I think like, I would love to just like have like, I don't know, God, like 10 years, like 10 years ago, Laura, like look at Laura, like look at Laura in the space now. I would love to see that, yeah. you know? Quite an achievement. I mean, even within the past year, right? We are, we are uh, busting at the seams with studio members. Yeah. So we're all phenomenal human beings. Uh, I, I feel like we just have this like way of attracting some of the yes, most coolest do. and wild we people. We do. Um, yeah. All right, Sam, thank you very much for this excellent and comprehensive review of what we're going to be doing here yeah. 42 days from now. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this uh, third episode of Core at Our Clay. Clay at Our Core. Oh, gosh, I can't believe I <laughs> muffed that one. Uh, anyway, we will be back uh, at, uh, next week with more fun stuff happening here at Core Clay. Thanks so much for listening. Pass it on if you get a chance. Bye, guys.